Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get the strength, when you're a fucking specimen, when you achieve the health, when joint pain is no longer a thing, you can sustain it long term. I'm talking forever. If you know what movie that's from, you know what movie that's from. And for people who actually know me, you know that I uh, don't watch a lot of movies. So look at me go. Anyway, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going on three weeks straight here. I almost didn't do this this week. I haven't been able to find time. And then yesterday I had an experience, something happened and I was like, wait, this would be something really good to talk about and I can actually share a real time experience. Because one of the things I'm learning is that everything that I went through in my fitness journey in the first few years of really cultivating a lifestyle out of this um, has reared its, I don't even know, I don't even, I don't, even, I don't, even, I don't wanna phrase it this way. It's kind of come back around, it's come full circle. It's like all the same, things all of the same issues all of the same patterns kind of came back around in a way but they, they show themselves differently in me trying to start a business and so i'm gonna i had an experience yesterday with a business related thing but i can also like tie it into like some of my fitness stuff and talk about this topic of self-sabotage self-sabotage i've talked about this in the podcast before because i work with a lot of clients who they will openly admit to me like it's cool some a lot of my clients are very um, forward with themselves about a lot of these things. That's half the battle, if you ask me, because I have some people who just don't even admit to it. Um, I'm one of these people, personally. I would be like, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. And meanwhile, I just shot myself in the foot three times. So I'm going to talk about self-sabotage and roll out my feet at the same time. And I got a cup of coffee, so we are multitasking today. I don't know if this is really multitasking, but I, I so I have a standing desk and it's not really a standing desk, actually. It's an attachment that goes on top of a regular desk so then you can stand as a standing desk. Got it off Amazon, it's a fucking steal. If you can do something like this at your job or if you work from home, highly recommend. It just adds more variety to your days. Different ways to keep your body a little bit looser and goosier. So that's pretty cool, but I always keep, I have a like rock mat that I can step on throughout the day and then I keep a lacrosse ball by my feet. So I can step on this bitch too. So we're gonna talk about self-sabotage. And this is how one of the ways I don't sabotage my joints. So I take care of my feet. This is really, really big for me. Whenever I don't do this, uh, my body hurts so much more. So much more. So self-sabotage. I have to come up with a title as we go through this. So we'll figure it out in real time. The podcast, everything with the podcast is me just shooting from the hip. I became, I've become way more structured and organized than I ever would have thought possible, but this is one area where I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna see what happens. So we're gonna talk about self-sabotage. So, okay, story time, ready? Get your, uh, get your marshmallows up. So yesterday I was, I wanna give context first, but so yesterday I had like a few, I, the last few days I've had a few like, how do I wanna phrase this? I've had a few situations arise with like clients and stuff. 
And you know, when I got into personal training, I totally thought that it was just me helping people get in shape, not realizing that there is so much more to it, especially if you're like doing your own thing for business, because then I have to actually learn business and marketing and sales and all the things. And I just want to help people move better. But that doesn't matter because all these are really good skill sets to learn. They've helped transfer, they've transferred to every area of my life, which is really cool. So anyway, so I've had the last few days, I've just had like one thing after the other with clients, um, like financial things and and uh, financial issues on my own end, trying to figure out like how am I gonna end, make ends meet and like all these things. Because what they don't tell you is personal training, there's not a lot of money in it. <laughs> and it's probably obvious from the start for most people, but I wasn't looking at it like that, so. Anyway. So, um, yeah, one thing after the other and I went live with one of my friends yesterday that took about an hour and the live streams for me, it's still something I'm getting used to. People will see me on social media be like, yo, you make it look so easy, you look so comfortable. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's something I still have to like hype myself up for it because I'm just not, I am not good at public speaking and even though I'm on a cell phone, like I know subconsciously that there are other eyeballs on me and other people's opinions and shit. And so like, I think about that. Well, not necessarily as much anymore, but I used to think about that a lot when I would be on like a live stream or, or filming a video or stuff like that. So in my mind, it's still a public speaking to a degree or another. Not completely, but it is. So I did that yesterday. And then I went live on TikTok for the first time Tuesday. So this is like in the last, like so th today's Thursday, March 30th. So that's in like the last two days. Um, Meanwhile, I'm still doing my in-person clients. One of them missed a session yesterday morning, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And like, so it's just been like one thing after the other. And so I felt, after I got off the live stream with one of my friends on Instagram on Wednesday, I just felt extremely overwhelmed. Like I felt mentally at my, I felt at my mental capacity. Like I've had enough energy to run a marathon, but I was running out of mental steam. So I decided like I still had a bunch of work that I had to get done that day. And I have like a order and routine to the way I work. And sometimes I just like plug in client meetings and stuff like that. And so I decided to say fuck it. And I actually went grocery shopping early in the day just to clear my mind a bit. Usually I go shop, go, uh, grocery shopping Wednesday nights. So one thing led the other. I was at the grocery store and it helped clear my mind a bit. But like when I got home, I was like, I still felt drained. And so I, I don't watch much television. I don't even own a television, right? Like I don't even own one. If, if you come and you look at my living room, there's, so James Clear sent his book. Um, you know, if you look at like environmental design is really important when it comes to habit change, right? So I'm going to tie a little lesson here too. Environmental design is really important for habit change, right? Like, so if you want to make better, um, food choices and your kitchen has chips and chocolate and Doritos and all the shit in it, it's going to be really hard to make healthier lifestyle choices, right? So it's the same thing. Like for me, I always like want to be productive and that could mean sitting alone with myself and being with my thoughts. That could be journaling. That could be meditating. That could be doing mobility work. That could be whatever. But to me, owning a television is so fucking unproductive. It's not even funny. That's just my personal opinion. I don't judge people for who own televisions. So there is a structure in my living room that would hold a television. And on top of it is where my standing desk is. And um, behind it is a bunch of posters of anatomy. And so what you, what most people would have, where they'd have a TV, I have um, an area to work and look at more anatomy posters. <laughs> so that the, that's the way my um, living room is designed. And so like, I'm thinking about the shit 
all the time. So anyway, um, I will occasionally put something on, on Netflix. Uh, there's like one show, like this cartoon I used to watch as a kid. I like to watch, um, well, two. One's called Avatar The Last Airbender. If you've watched it, you know it's amazing. And then there's uh, Legend of Core, which is a spinoff. So I decided to put that on just again to kind of get my mind, to distract my mind for a moment. And I just found myself like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here the rest of the night now. But like, I still had work to get done. And I was like, I could tell this was like the beginning of this self-sabotaging pattern um, rearing its ugly head because the same thing happened when I began my fitness journey when I was still drinking. I would have the same, the same exact feeling of just drained, absolutely drained. And then I would go to drinking. Like I would have a really good week. I'd be eating clean. I would have good workouts. And then Friday roll around, I'd just be fucking drained from work and, and life and just where I was at in my life. And so it, what it would turn into is me just getting shit-faced and then throwing all of my hard work down the drain. And it was just this perpetual state of self-sabotage that I kept myself in. And so I noticed it yesterday. And like I gave myself the opportunity to watch a show for like, uh, I watched two episodes. They're 20 minutes long, so 40 minutes. And I was like, okay, after this one, I came up with a plan, like in real time. I do the same thing I talk with all my clients about. What my clients, what you, if you're one of my clients and you're listening right now, what you don't know is how much working with you helps me. Because the same things I say to my clients, I can directly apply to myself almost in real time, just the context changes. So I came up with a plan. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this, then I'm gonna get this done, I'm gonna get this done, then I'm gonna get this done. And then if there's time at the end of the night, I'll come back and watch this, but I still have to do this. And so I carved out a little bit of time to still do the thing that I wanted to do and do the things I needed to do. And so I broke the self-sabotaging pattern. Now, this doesn't mean that it won't come back again, but now it's like, okay, I actually know exactly what works. Whereas four years ago, five years ago, when I was starting my health and fitness journey, I was shooting from the hip and I'm just like, wait, I'm doing it again, I'm doing it again. And I never came up with a plan. So it's the same thing that James Clear talks about in his book, like um, do the thing you want to do with the thing that you need to do. So in that instance, like I was so drained, I wanted something that would comfort me in that moment, but I knew I had to get work done. And if I didn't get the work done, I was gonna be fucking pissed about it. I know myself well enough to know when I don't do the things I know I need to do, I get angry and not at anyone or anything but myself. And then what ends up happening is the world feels it. So water break. Oh, I hit the spot right there. So, so. What am I saying here? What I'm saying here is if you're a self-sabotager, catch yourself. And I, I, I don't know if it's everybody, but it seems like a good amount of people do this. And so if you're anything like that, catch yourself in real time. Like write it down. Pay attention to how you feel because the feeling usually is the initial trigger into the cascade of events that leads to you sabotaging yourself, which will then come back to you being frustrated and angry. And then you going hard and getting healthy again, and then you kind of go, 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 you feel whatever you feel, boom, triggers the self-sabotage, and then you repeat the cycle again, and again, and again, and again. If you've ever yo-yo dieted, this might be what you've done. If you've ever lost weight and put it back on, this may be what you've done. If you've quit on the, on the gym membership you signed up for at the beginning of the year, this may be what you have done. So for me in this particular instance, like I said, I felt drained. I felt drained, not necessarily physically, but but um, like, I guess maybe emotionally, but mostly mentally. I felt like I couldn't even focus on one thing. And that's because I was being pulled in 15 different directions. And I've tried to make sense of this in my head, but I feel like this is definitely just a part of getting into business in the beginning. I don't have a partner. I don't have anyone to help me with it. And so I have to wear all of the hats. 
So there's going to be some level of this. That's why the structure thing helps me. But anyway, so like the same thing applies to your health and fitness journey though, because you still have to worry about your nutrition. Even if you hire a coach, even if you're one of my clients listening to this right now, I can't do the work for you. So you still have to worry about your nutrition. You still have to worry about your workouts. Life is going to happen. That is not an excuse to skip workouts. That is not an excuse to skip meals. That is not an excuse to give up on your health and fitness goals. Could that just be you sabotaging yourself and going back to what you think is comfortable, but in reality, it's just what you think, sorry, what you know to be normal. And if you want to make changes in your life, you have to push the boundaries of what feels comfortable to you. Every time you get in that level of discomfort, what's happening is what your brain knows to be true about you is changing. And so there are actually, and I don't know if this helps anybody besides myself. So if it does, please let me know. I don't, or What's actually happening physiologically in your brain is there are connections and these synaptic connections which are formed and tell you who you are. So they run the same thoughts, the same story, the same programs in your brain that tell you who you are. So you are um, a parent, you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a son, you're a daughter, your family sucks, your family's great, you love life, you hate it. All of the things that you go through on a regular basis, the world's out to get to you, the world's not out to get you. Um, everything's great, the flowers are beautiful. Every single thing that you think you are, there is a connection in your brain for it. And when you start to make these changes, those connections prune apart. They prune apart, they fall apart, and new ones come in and form. This doesn't just happen overnight and stay that way. You have to continuously do it, especially if it's a connection or if it's something about yourself that you've always identified with. So if you're saying like, I'm too old to be lifting weights, and you've been saying that for the last 15 years, then there's a connection in your brain that believes that's true. So that's a belief, a connection that is a belief that in your brain is telling you that that's true about who you are. And if you wanna make changes, you have to actively fight against that and tell yourself a new story, a new belief about yourself. And so the self-sabotaging mechanism is essentially just pulling you back to what you think or know yourself to be already. I'm gonna say that again. The self-sabotaging mechanism is just a pattern in your brain that is pulling you back to what you think or know yourself to be already. It doesn't mean it's who you are. It doesn't mean that you can't do something different. It doesn't mean you can't make changes. You know, if you've been fat or overweight your whole life or whichever one of those you've identified with, like, oh man, I've always been overweight. I've always, here's one. I've always struggled to lose weight. That is an identity that you are taking on. And guys, I'm telling you, don't sleep on what the psychological effects are of what you're telling yourself and how that affects your body and then what you do about it. Because if you're always telling yourself, man, I've always struggled to lose weight, then you're gonna continue to struggle to lose weight. Again, I'm not saying it's not true, but it's like, what are you telling yourself and then what are you feeling? What are you feeling? Because the emotions are what make it solidified in your brain. And so if you continue to feel that you, if you continue to think and then feel that you have always struggled to lose weight, then you will continue to struggle to lose weight. And you wanna know how you'll continue to struggle? Because you'll, you may, if you're a self-sabotager, do, do good, do good, do good, and then you get up to that breaking point, right? That point, that line in the sand where it's like, okay, if we cross this, this is no longer who you are anymore. And this is gonna be really uncomfortable. And it might suck, it's gonna suck a lot. So you can you can sabotage yourself right now and just go right back and repeat the same pattern. Maybe it's get angry with yourself or get frustrated or get really sad because you were so close and you gave up or that you, you, um, 
you let all of your hard work go. Like whatever it is, so you sabotage and then you feel something and then it goes right back in the same pattern where I'm gonna go really, really hard again and then we'll go all the way up until I'm drained, which is kind of where I was at yesterday, I was drained. And then I hit the breaking point and I, I could have made a new choice. I could have just chilled the rest of the night and that would have been fine, it would have been the end of the world because I know myself, I would have, I might have been frustrated today, but I would have gotten back to work. Like I'm not, I'm so far in, engulfed into this whole journey that like I'm never going to give up. But I want to avoid feeling like shit when it's within my control. And in that moment, I recognized that I was re repeating the same pattern of working my ass off, doing everything that I possibly can, and then feeling drained, and then sabotaging myself, but I'd made that new choice. So I actually watched the TV show, came up with a game plan in real time, while I was watching the show, executed the plan, and now I feel good. I feel good. And here we are, the podcast. Here we are, the podcast episode. There's some good nuggets in here, guys. I'm telling you, psychology, I think, is the most underrated thing that people need to understand to really see long-term success. Now, I don't think everybody does. I definitely don't think everybody does. I think there are some of you out there who are listening to me right now, and you're just like, wait, you know what? That makes sense. I'm just going to do what he says and try it, and if, when it works, I'll just keep doing it, and then I don't need to understand the science or any of it. But then there's also some of you who are just like, that's... That sounds really cool, but I want to understand it more. If I understand it more, I can actually execute on my goals more. And I'm kind of in that ballpark. I'll get started, but then I want to understand it more. Like I started like healing my joint pain, but like then I'm like, I want to understand it more. And now I'm just obsessed with the human body, so it's cool. It's cool. So that's my story. That's my story. And like even with the self-sabotaging pattern pattern it's a pattern it's a pattern in your brain it's a pattern in the way you move and live your life within that pattern in of itself it's just like okay what are the actions you usually take again for me it used to be drinking all the time i would just kind of drink and then feel like shit and then i'm like okay i'm gonna get really healthy and then i'm gonna start monday and i'll go back and then repeat get drunk get angry and then go back get drunk get angry and then just repeat that cycle and like right now i'm drawing it in triangle because it really was just like this repetitive cycle of the same thing and if you notice what i said there is like i would get angry the emotion in and of itself was ingrained into the pattern and so i was so used to feeling that anger to fuel me to then sabotage myself again to continue to repeat the cycle. And so even the emotion itself can become a pattern and you have to recognize it. It's going to feel like normal. It's going to feel normal to be upset. It's going to be it's going to feel normal to feel despair or sad that you gave up on yourself. But to making a new choice to not give into that is the key. And then like just recognize it in real time and accept it and accept it. And like even that right there, that statement, like I say that so effortlessly now, but if you would have told me that a year ago, I'd have been like, bro, what the fuck does that mean? Really? All it means is you just have to practice accepting it. Everything's a practice too. Like what I'm saying here, I'm, I'm making it sound simple. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm making it sound simple, but it's not. It's not simple in the sense that it's going to take effort on your end to continuously to practice this. So every time you're about to sabotage yourself, you have to regain control, regain awareness and consciousness over yourself and be like, fuck that, I'm not doing this again. I'm making a new choice and continue to repeat that because when you come up against that self-sabotaging behavior and pattern again, the same shit's gonna happen. You're like, okay, I gotta make a new choice again and you do it and you do it and you do it. And eventually it starts to dissipate because again, what happens in your brain is those connections in your brain about who you think or know yourself to be begin to dissipate. They fall apart and then new ones form in their place.
But you know, and this is a pattern you've been doing for the last 20 years of your life of health and fitness. It's going to take you time to unwind them. Um, and so that's, that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. So guys, if you took anything from this episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. That helps me more than you realize. Please, I've been noticing the downloads are still going up and I'm extremely excited about this. Thank you all so much. But I would really appreciate it if you guys could leave a rate and review on iTunes. It helps me grow the show more than you realize. Um, it helps give people context as to why they should listen to the show. Think about it like this. If you're going to buy something on Amazon and it doesn't have any reviews, hell, it doesn't have any good reviews, are you going to buy it? Right. It's the same thing with a podcast. You guys may know me already, so it's easier, but the people who don't know me may not want to listen because there's no context. They go look at the rates and reviews. They're from like three years ago. So it's like, why should I listen to this guy? No one's listening anymore. So anyway, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Anyway, thanks guys. Um, I'll check out the next episode. Oh yeah. Peace.